When you do a podcast, you've got to have a song where someone sings the title, What Could Go Wrong? What Could Go Wrong? The world is kind of scary when things don't go the right way, so listen to this podcast and it will probably be okay. Probably no guarantees. Hello and welcome to What Could Go Wrong, the best slash worst thing that could ever happen to Warriors. I'm Jeff from Happy Valley, joined by Chrissy, veteran escapee, survivor of Murderville, Idaho. Hey. Also here's Jeremiah, who clawed his way out of his hometown, The Coffin, California. That's me. No matter how bad you think things are, these two think they could get worse. So, I had my cell phone die the other day, so I had to get a new cell phone. But, uh, <sighs> I was thinking, you know, it's uh, it's still still pretty neat that we have cell phones these days. And, like, you know, I can go places while out walking and still have a telephone with me. How cool is that? I'm not uh, having to go home to wait for the phone call. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Do you get a lot of phone calls, Jeff? I mean, yeah, don't you? No. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll call you more often. That's okay. I don't like talking on phones. Oh. I like talking to you. Okay. But I like talking to you, like, in this format, this is great. Or uh, if we had a lunch during the workday, that's a good time to talk. But phones, not so much. No? You don't like yeah. having that brick up next to your head? No, I mean, the first off, you gotta carry it around like a suitcase, and then if you want to answer it or make a call, you have to disconnect it off of the bottom of the battery thing, extend the antenna, and then you can start to dial. If you remember the number. It's very inconvenient. What, what kind yeah. of cell phone do you have that you have an antenna and a power cord? It's vintage. Is it a giant suitcase that literally has a rotary dial on it? I mean, I wouldn't say it's giant. Uh, it would. Would fit it be big in... on me but small on you? Probably, yeah. Okay, so backpack size for me. Would Maybe I fit in it? You have no. you have a World okay. War Two radio, don't you? It's more like a seventy-eight car phone. Okay, that you've hooked up to a car battery. Uh, so, I mean, it it got rewired a couple times. To different car batteries. I mean, the important part is that I'm not locked into a plan. I can, I can change providers anytime I want. I, I'm sure the ham wave radios is the important part of that conversation. No uh, wonder I can't it, call you. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if we got the right, uh, you know charge out of the ionosphere then it would probably totally bounce the right direction and stuff and everything would be great but also it could be very staticky depending on those atmospheric conditions yeah us being on the whole wrong you know wavelength for the frequency probably also has something to do with it but i mean that's just the little things that most cell phone users don't have to worry about because most cell phones have a set frequency that they use and hop between Oh, yeah. Oh, I've got a frequency hopping cell phone. Whatever. Millennials these days. They're so spoiled. <laughs> so spoiled. I am I am pretty spoiled because my cell phone does fit in my pocket and um, also, you know, works without 
me having to like set up an antenna or anything, but I do have to carry around extra battery packs because the big screen and you know the constant like background app activity does drain the battery constantly. So you know we're on the same page with the giant battery brick that weighs a hundred pounds having to carry that around with us. Just mine's just more toxic. Yeah. Let's be fair, I'm sure Chrissy has someone in the bunker carrying that brick of batteries. I do, and mm. to be fair, the relationship between the two of us is pretty toxic, so... <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they don't like having a backpack full of batteries on all times. They're fine. <laughs> I'm sure you treat them with all due respect. I, um, you know, it's in the contract, it's fine. Just a mm -hmm. benevolent overperson. Yep. Reception. Reception's an interesting thing these days. It's not only something you get when you walk into a room and the receptionist doesn't like you, it's something you have to constantly worry about. Or maybe not worry about if you have the right amount of cell towers. Here's the problem with reception now, is that it's too good, it reaches too many places. I do not like to be that accessible to people. I miss the days where I could say something like, oh, sorry, I was in a dead zone, and it was believable, instead of like them being like, no, you were just ignoring my call, and there's that awkward conversation. Um, I, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I accidentally <laughs> put my cell phone in my Faraday cage underwear. I don't know how it happened. I don't know how it happened. I, ugh. Um, so yeah, it's just, you know, it's too good. I long for the days where it's like, oh, sorry, I'm going through a tunnel, was, like, valid. Now everybody's like, no, there's reception in the tunnel. I know that. And so, ugh. It's just really frustrating. It's really hard to, like, you know, dodge all of the people that are trying to get a hold of you that you don't want to talk to because they just want you to, like, pay back your student loans and you're like, but I want to eat. Um, Yeah. This is my problem with cell phone reception. You made your choices, Chrissy. You got an education, now you need to starve. That's the American way. <laughs> this, it, well, it was my dream when I was, you know, I was like, well, I'm American, what's my dream? Um, just like crushing debt. Woo! Guys, I've made it. Just think you could have had everything go wrong and been a billionaire and had zero crushing debt. What? I mean... Like, super sucked. But, like, I could have then, like, made up debt so that I never actually had to, like, pay taxes, and so, like, it could have been, like, a game, like, oh, like, I can pretend this is debt, and, like, maybe still felt okay, I don't know. <laughs> like, sometimes now how I, like, pretend that, like, someday I'll be able to own a house, it's, like, the same thing. You just have to be a little more flexible on your definition of house. It might not have walls, or more than one room. And, you know, but you can make it work. I believe in you. So what do you think about all these radio waves that we have these days everywhere around us? <laughs> uh, it's probably causing all sorts of health problems. It's probably... I think it's just like a little bit having a cellular level massage. <laughs> yeah. Just, just kind of taking that DNA and, like... Just kind of pushing it up and down a little, mutation. you know, just a little bit of, little bit of constant pressure. Little twist here, a little poke there. Yeah, yada it's, yada it's, yada. It's, cancer. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, my my electron just popped. It's just like going to a chiropractor. It's good stuff. <laughs> it, isn't it fascinating that cell phones all have internet connection these days? Like, not, not um. only are we, like, connected via the radio wave, we are connected via the Wi-Fi connection and others to just about anyone like, around the world. Fascinating, terrifying like the fact that it's probably true that our phones are just listening to us all the time and then taking that and just sending it along the internet to people in bunkers who are trying to like game the system and dominate the world i don't know <sighs> yeah the i don't the like competition so <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird how it magnifies manifests itself too because I recently read about a study where the they wanted to find out how many people traveled home for the holidays. Mm-hmm. So they looked at a whole nut bunch of anonymized phone records at where the locations where the phones were, like Monday through Friday for the hours of like midnight to 4 a.m. for like the month before the Thanksgiving weekend and said wherever they were the most at that time, that's their home address. And then they looked over Thanksgiving weekend for the same data and said, well, how many people are those in an area that's not their normal home address? To figure out how many people had been traveling for Thanksgiving. And on the Hubble, it's like, well, okay, well, I mean, my phone is talking to three cell phone towers right now, so you can locate where my phone is within a couple feet of accuracy. And if you anonymize that data and multiply it by a million times, you can find out who went home for Thanksgiving's. That's kind of weird. Yeah, also, like, when they say anonymized, what they mean is, like, oh, hey, like, we know where you specifically live and your parents, and so Mm -hmm. behave, or we'll go there and find them. Mm -hmm. I don't trust authority. (laughs) That's because you're the authority we're not going to trust. Oh, right. (laughs) Oops. But on the other hand, there are also electronic (laughs) wallets, which is pretty awesome. I mean, these days I can just wave my phone around like a madman at the store and people give me stuff. I just have so much anxiety surrounding, well, breathing, if we're honest. But also, I used to just be scared of losing my wallet and thinking like, oh, I have one debit card. If I lose my wallet, I just have to freeze that one debit card and it still scared the crap out of me. But then I started thinking about all of the financial information that we tie to our phones and how scary that it like how easy it is to just grab somebody's phone while they're walking down the street on it. Basically, I don't think I'm going to leave my house anymore. Yeah, and all my two factor authentication goes to my phone now. So if my <laughs> phone gets stolen or misplaced or whatever and I need to log in somewhere then it goes to the phone, and what do I do if I don't have my phone? Now I have this phone number that's locked to my life for the rest of eternity if I want to have access to my stuff. I'm still that's curious, how, how does your World War II backpack radio have two-step <laughs> authenticator? I told you I rewired it, dude. Like, it's as in you really call fancy. someone else and they say, yep, that's Jeremiah, and then you... <laughs> are factored in yeah i i hooked it up to like a, a plasma screen plasma touch screen uh-huh 
it, there's a lot of burning on it, but I can still read most things. And by burning, do you mean like your flesh gets mildly burned when you use it? <laughs> I mean, it gets warm, but I wouldn't say it gets that warm. Okay. All right. Well, I think that's all the time we have for tonight. Chrissy and Jeremiah, please go our audience your fond farewells. I think that the thing that's important to remember at the end of this episode is that you shouldn't trust authority unless that authority is nice and sometimes talks to you from a special room in a bunker and requests your absolute loyalty and is me. You should trust me. Yeah, that sounds cool. Hold yep. on, I gotta, I gotta check this text. I'll be right back. Alright, and if you don't want to trust some bunker-dwelling authority figure, uh, well, you've made your choice, and, um, I'm sorry. Thanks for listening. Good night.